This is a special episode of Sexist Sportscast with Gerald Backus and Captain Zeno. We join them now. A few moments later. Hey, what's up? Hey, can you hear me? Welcome to the Sexiest Sportscast, the best sportscast in America, brought to you by Captain Sino Jarabakis. How are you doing, Jarabakis? Oh, we're great. I'm great. Oh, um, yeah, games in two days, less than that at this point. Uh, yeah, this super. Yes, I guess we're not supposed to say Super Bowl. The big game. Right. Is <laughs> the big game. <laughs> Yeah, that's the big game is happening. Yeah, the the NFL is going to tell us that we are uh, cheating by saying, but so the big game, the big ge- the super game. It's the super game that is so big that it's big and is beefy. Three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> my best games ever. I don't, I don't even care. Um, but yeah, All right. um, I'm I'm sorry for my absence after the divisional round. Um, <laughs> I had to disappear it's, into the command center to question my fandom. It's understandable. The I I was not expecting the Bengals to beat the the. Yeah. To do that. So uh I was uh, I wasn't even like angry at the Bengals. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, really that's a great story. Uh, it really is. Um This is great. The, the championship games were great. That was a one of the best weekends of football in a long time. Uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got the Chiefs just showing up and just blowing out the Bengals from the beginning, and then, boom, Joe Burrow is like, ah, I've been before I was in LSU, and I was down by 800 points in the national championship, I'm just gonna, and I was facing Alabama, I'll do it again. I am American badass. Watch me kick. You could suck my radio at it. Boom, Joe Burrow. <laughs> back from the dead. And he's like, yeah. like. Hey, let's, not was, back. let's not ignore that old Andy Reid is back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andy Reid. Choking. Yeah, he is still the choke meister, and he doesn't know how to manage the clock whatsoever. 
Like, this is why he got kicked out of Philadelphia. Because they should have won a Super... They should have won multiple Super Bowls with the teams they had there. But he didn't know how to... He is just... There's something... He has some sort of mental block where he's like, I'm going to lose because I suck at everything. His his play calling gets stubborn in big games. He's like, I like to go and eat barbecue, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go to the city, and I'm going to uh, make everybody think I'm great while eating barbecue. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, and then the Niners and the Rams. That was a good one. That was a competitive battle the entire way. Mm -hmm. I did not expect the Niners to be that competitive with uh, the Rams. I thought the Rams were just going to roast them. But Stafford uh, showed clutch ability that I didn't think he had because we saw him throw games away to Detroit constantly, but he knew that the games didn't matter, so he probably didn't care. Yeah. But he... There's only so much he could do. Never had a running game. Yep. Consistently. And, I mean, the defense was... I think at best okay. Yeah. During his tenure. Well, when he had Dominican Sue there, they had a good defense for like for a couple of years. Ziggy. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. he, Ziggy from the hood. And then he dabs every time he gets. That's the uh, every time he gets a sack, dab, <laughs> dab. Yeah. Oh, he Can only dabbed twice <laughs> because he only got two sacks. Whoops. <laughs> oh. So. Yeah. Yeah, that game. Uh, the fact the that they pulled it off the way they did was phenomenal, and I really think that they've got a uh, lot of momentum heading into this. Both teams have a lot of momentum heading into the Super Bowl, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> they both look like they can beat anybody. Um, it would have been like Bengals and Niners aside from the history would have been an interesting matchup just because like Jamar Chase and Debo Samuel which one goes off more <laughs> oh absolutely um, but I mean the, this this whole thing I mean the Bengals have just been the little engine that could all year um it- yeah. And the Rams, you know, Stafford's a feel good story. Jalen Ramsey's a feel bad story. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, 
I mean, and Joe Burrow I, is I here. Like, it feels like it feels like Tom Brady 2.0 almost. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it was Tom Brady's second year when <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When he won the Super Bowl, and everybody's trying to compare these two to each other with the intangibles, at least. But uh, Joe Burrow's more of an athlete, so yeah. So uh, that's that's the difference. But Joe Burrow has always has is been winning their career. He knows how to win, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like I, I feel like. Winning is a quality that people don't uh, like. Winning at whatever cost, people mm-hmm. don't understand that capability. Like, if you're a, especially a quarterback, like mm-hmm. throw the stats out. Like Tebow had a winning record as an NFL quarterback. Yeah. So, and he was a national champion. He won the Heisman. Like, like he just knew how to win. It's, yeah. it, it was ugly, but he did it. Yeah. You know, things like that. Like, know how to win. And Joe Burrow is that kind of guy. And I think uh, that North is going to be very interesting for the next few, for the for the next decade. <sighs> you know, when you think of people who just are used to winning, I also think of, like, is Trevor Lawrence still used to winning? I know it's only been one year. But, like, similar pedigrees, <sighs> you know, between, like, there are some similarities between Burrow and Lawrence. They're different quarterbacks, but... Uh, you I know, can I can see him turning around. Yeah, I can see I, him turning it around. I think I think he will. I, mm-hmm. I think that team has the pieces in place to become something. And Doug Peterson is actually a good pick uh, as a guy to like. He took a Philadelphia Eagles team that was basically nothing yeah. and brought role. Uh, mm-hmm. You. Like, he knew how to, like, he knew how to manage that team. So, I think, I think he'll turn. The problem is, it's still Jacksonville for me. I think he'll turn Lawrence around enough to where he can get a great gig once he's a free agent. Yeah. Uh, and he can go somewhere else and look for a Super Bowl at that point. See, it depends yeah. on if it depends on if he's loyal to Jacksonville because if they're able to build a culture in Jacksonville with Doug Peterson there, like if he's actually going to stick around and make something happen, that's a different, completely different scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I I like the Doug Peterson hire. Um, I I actually thought Brian Flores would have been a great. Brian Flores would have been one team in Florida. 
Yeah, Brian Flores would have been a good fit there too. Uh, he would be in New York. <laughs> he would like uh, the Brian Flores situation is very interesting. Yeah. So I guess that's a good segue into coaching. Yeah, into uh, the coaching carousel. Yeah, uh, I think you know we we've talked about it already. Uh, we agreed. I mean, Flores probably might have gotten a job, but he kind of screwed himself. Um, I think at the end of it, you can absolutely maybe file a lawsuit. I'm not, a, you know, the expert on these things, but like hiring isn't even done. And yeah, I just think jumped the gun a little I, bit but also like i, I think he jumped the, to light. i think he jumped the gun but the fact that he knows that he was that he was being interviewed and knew that he wasn't even being questioned for the job yeah and that there was a whistleblower in the situation is like it because he wouldn't have even gone to the interview had he known that he had no opportunity for the job considering he was right. a head coach already yeah because because i think he feels that he would that he is capable of running a team so why is he wasting his time going somewhere where they're just interviewing him when the job is already being given to somebody else, they already know who they're get hiring. So he's just spinning his wheels. There's like, it's, it's a, like, oh, yeah. I understand the, the, they're just using the spirit of the rule instead of the intent of the rule, you know, but the, so it's, it's, it's a murky situation. And, Honestly, I think he had uh, the lawsuit. He should have waited. He should have waited to file it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to expose a lot of uh, how a lot of legal practice, a lot of practices that the NFL does that are definitely illegal. Because the NFL is uh, very corrupt and there's a lot of collusion and mm -hmm. it's an old boys club. And I feel like he thinks that he's going to take, he thinks that him taking his lumps here and potentially ending his career as a coach is worth it for the betterment of the league. Yep. So, uh, good for him, I guess, you know, Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah, well well said. Um, you know, and some of the hires are pretty puzzling. <laughs> so and, yeah, yeah I, and it's not just like, you know, sometimes it's not like he's driving 10 minutes to an interview. You know, like when someone yeah. wastes your time, one of our times. It's, you know, you fly to, I mean, I guess they're flying him out there, but that's time. I don't know if he has a family yeah. or not, but it's his valuable yeah. time. And he could have been, 
and Ego have been making his pitch for a different job. Yeah, I get the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, if the Dolphins want to give Tua another chance and it's one or the other, then I get that. That's what it seems yeah. like it is. It was, yeah. but yeah, the, the the whole thing is just it's just bad. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the coaching hires. I'll just go down the list. Bears, Matt Eberflus. Um, yeah. Colts defensive coordinator. He did a good job. Yep. Uh, and it seems like defensive coordinators uh, are getting head coaching jobs a lot now. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the... Uh, it seems to be uh, the current trend. Yeah. Put some, and something exciting on offense that's hard to call Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I mean they, they need to make Justin Fields work they can get him a line um, get a defensive minded coach that's fine I'd like to see you know the Bears defense return to greatness that just feels right uh, I mean they they have the pieces there to be a great yeah. defense already. Mm-hmm. Um, they focus so. on on not turning the ball over and playing complimentary football. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, Denver Broncos. I, I had to look at an article to remember who he was, but yeah, he's. Uh, yeah. Packers offensive coordinator. Before that, he was the Jags offensive coordinator. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a little rough. Uh, well, he is. Uh, he was the Jags offensive coordinator the year that they went to the playoffs, and then Lafleur grabbed him. Yeah. And, uh Rogers likes him, so oh well. Yeah. I, so this is people have been speculating Rogers to the Broncos because of this move. So keep an eye on that. Are they sticking? I mean, yeah, because I, I was wondering if they were sticking with Locke or what. No, um, Broncos are trying. Are trying to get anybody in there yeah. to? I mean, they got Bridgewater right now, right? Bridgewater and Locker on the roster, yeah, and yeah, neither of them have really, you know, shown that this is a team that can hang with. They, I think they're, the, they, they're the only team in the AFC West that doesn't look like a playoff contender. They, they, they're the, yeah. they, they don't have the pieces that fit their type of quarterback. Yeah. They have all the, they have all these weapons at wide receiver. They don't have a strong running game, and mm-hmm. and so they need a quarterback that can that can just wheel and deal. You know, mm-hmm. they need a gunslinger, and they don't have it. So, yeah, uh, Houston Texans hired Lovey Smith um, instead of... That's a mistake. Yeah, I, 
we all love Lovey Smith, but uh, they shouldn't have fired Tully in the first place. Yeah. Uh, Lovey Smith is, yeah, like Lovey Smith, the way that he went out in Chicago. Yeah. That he is set in his own ways. So it's going to be Houston is, I don't know, Houston might. I, it depends on if they're able to keep Deshaun Watson. Uh, what's going on with him? But oh, he's he's going to sit there and build that defense, and that's all he's going to focus on. He doesn't care about the offense. He sat there and when like he had garbage quarterbacks like Rex Grossman, you know, or, like and he's like it's okay. The quarterback doesn't matter. I was like, no, the quarterback's important. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's like, no, we're defense and we're running the ball. It's like, okay, gotcha. So, hopefully, he's uh, changed his tune a little bit. But so yeah, Lovey Smith says we're just there. He's waiting for the Deshaun Watson situation to work itself out. But he said good things about Davis. So. Yeah, General Mills did all right. Yeah, the the Texans were they won more games than they were supposed to. This year. Yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, this is just it's it feels like a forced Rooney rule hire. Um, nothing against the guy, but I mean he's. He's stuck in his ways, and he's not what this. He's not what the Texans need. I mean, it would have been another good spot for Brian, honestly. But yeah, that that that's why I'm surprised that he end up there. I was actually I was holding out hope that the Texans or the just for laughing potential. I was holding out hope that Houston or Jacksonville would hire Joe Judge. <laughs> <laughs> That would have that would have. Yeah, Jaguars hired Doug Peterson. Uh, You've already said, yeah, good hire. Um, Good, yeah. I feel like they could have. I guess the I mean the Jaguars botched it. I didn't read botched Brian Leftwich. I don't. Yes. Details of that. So so details on that. Uh, Byron left, which wanted Adrian Smith out in the scouting department. Okay. And when uh, the con said no, just pulled his he pulled his name out and said, right. "Okay, fine, I'm not. I'm because he had worked with uh, Adrian Smith in Arizona." And then also in, yeah, in Arizona, and they didn't get along, and he didn't like the way that he ran things. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, uh, P- Peterson will. It, it's an improvement. Um. I'm glad I don't have to see Urban Meyer anymore. 
Yeah, I don't think Urban uh, Meyer's ever going to end up coaching again in the NFL, at least. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, maybe the college game won't really want him back either. Yeah, he might. He might but be retired altogether. At point. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? With his health issues, that that would be fun. No shame. Yeah, maybe maybe the XFL or something, but. Uh, Raiders, Josh McDaniels. I mean, that's. Yeah. I am surprised that they did not go with their interim head coach. Yeah, I liked Basaccia. He he's, he got hired as the uh, Packers special teams coordinator. I saw. Yeah, he um, did so well keeping that team together. Yeah. Spite of everything that happened, like everything that happened to Vegas this year, yeah, there is and no reason they should have any prayer of making the playoffs. Yeah, Basaccia and Carr rallied that team, and um, like, the, yeah, <laughs> I've gained. I I've I always you know had a soft spot for Derek Carr. And it just felt bad for him because he got hurt so much. Um, never felt like he got a fair shake, but like, yeah, he Derek Carr too had done such an awesome job here. Um, yeah, so it's it's a flashy hire. Um, I had nothing against McDaniel's, but I don't, I don't know. Um, however, Mike McDaniel in Miami, uh, I don't know. I get, the Dolphins are the big splash. They got the you know the scrutiny from Flores. Mike McDaniel yeah. wants to develop to uh, um, and you know he he has to. This is if it's Mike See, McDaniel's job to keep to uh, as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Period. Yeah, see, this is a situation where I would have been going after Jim Harbaugh or something like that if I wanted, yeah. if if I was like trying to keep Tua and I got rid of, you know, yeah. this like kind of like the situation where like Harbaugh was was the went to Minnesota twice, thought he yeah. was being hit. Job and got told no. Is like fine. I'm going back to Michigan. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like you know, like uh, it's just like I don't know if Mike McDonald is the right guy for it, but mm-hmm. we'll see. It's because. Especially after Brian Flores literally turned that team around from being dirt into being competitive in like a <laughs> immediately, yeah. and then gets fired because he and Tua couldn't get along. Yeah, and, and, but you know, McDaniel uh, was, you know, the. He was coordinating Debo. Uh, he could be. This could be a creative hire um, that, that 
the AFC East right now is going to be very chaotic. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the Bills had their season end in disappointment. Uh, the yep. Patriots are trying to figure out their identity. And the Jets are the Jets, but they can also still beat you every now and then. Uh, so, I mean, the, this could be an interesting hire that really... I would love to it see Devontae Parker reemerge. Yeah, this uh, could pay off. Yeah. Uh, they've got some young, exciting talent, and uh, they they just need kind of a shot in the arm in the offense. And they're good, because the defense is solid as far as I Uh Brian DeBole, New York Giants. Yeah, good. Um, That's a good... It's a good hire. It's a good hire. It's just all the controversy is going to... He's got to find something fast or people are going to be constantly up his... You know, on his case. So... And can he save Saquon Barkley's career? I hope so. Yeah. Because because Sa- Saquon Barkley is Saquon Barkley is a like talent wise is a once in a generation talent, and mm-hmm. it's just it's just he has not the way that he needs to be, and mm-hmm. he has not had a line in front of him, and like if they need to put him at wide receiver, put him at wide receiver, do something like yeah. he's. He's got that talent. He they did that stuff with him at Penn State. Like he is, he's a fu- He's got every bit of the like. He can do everything. So I'll be interested to see what he could all. What also what he can do with Kadarius Tony. Yes, that that guy needs the ball. Yeah, and Daniel. Is a good quarterback. Yeah. Like he's a good quarterback. He's a good athlete. It's a matter of they just need to they need to shore up their defense and they need to have they need to be able to game plan that offense where it's actual there it makes sense instead yeah. of it being just a random assortment of plays, which is what it seems like it, they've been running for the last couple of years. I don't know if I watched a single Giants game. It, they they <laughs> don't really seem like they ever had a game plan. It was just like just calling plays like it's a Madden game. Like oh, they're just a, call. They're like uh, four verticals. Okay, uh, half extra. Uh, half extra. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Let's see. Is, are these still? Uh, this is February. 8th, so let's see. So who did the Vikings actually end up hiring? Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, it said. Okay, yeah, Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell, yeah, and he's not even available yet because he's the offensive coordinator for the right. uh, for the Rams. So 
he okay. but the thing is he doesn't even call plays. Sean McVay calls the plays. So I don't so they're throwing a they uh, this is a so this is this is literally a lottery pick. Like they're like rolling the dice on this guy and hoping it works out. Because this like private school white boy summer class of coaches that we're getting now. Like, yeah, like mid thirties white guys. It's like next. The next, the, the next coach of whatever team that has a vacancy, Chet Hanks. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I mean, no. Um, it's like this guy is young, has no experience. He doesn't actually call the play. Is the D what you're making him a head coach? Like you thought that he's a better fit than Jim Harbaugh yeah. or even Brian Flores. <laughs> or it was like, I hope Minnesota loses forever <laughs> at this point. Like they deserve it. <laughs> like they oh. sit there and they paid for Kirk Cousins. Like all the everything that they have done is. Stupid! They uh, are the dumbest. Contract. They're one of the dumbest teams, as far as management has gone in the history of football. Like Dennis Green was a great coach when he was there, and they ran him out of town because they were racist. And then he goes to Arizona <laughs> and does a good job there, and then gets run out of town because he got mad. Uh, mm-hmm. Over a over a comment is like they are who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like that because the Cardinals sucked that he got ran out of town. Like oh, uh, it's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's also Sports Illustrated said this could be a rebuild hire. A rebuild hire. Yeah, well, they... I, I guess they... Locked up through 2025, by the way. Okay, well, yeah. I guess they must realize that the team sucks and is not going to do anything for years, so... Uh, next, well, and, but after this upcoming season, uh, they could, I guess, cut him and have only $6 million in dead cap. <laughs> Wow. I mean, they Ashley Madison showed that Dalvin Cook, while being superior running back, isn't a necessity. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ashley Madison had a good seat, was just fine in, in backup role and mm-hmm. in replacing him. So we'll see what happens there. But. Uh, Alexander Madison. Oh, Alexander Madison. Yes. Uh, Ashley Madison. <laughs> Isn't that the? Dalvin <laughs> 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 Cook on us. <laughs> 
probably. Dalvin <laughs> <laughs> Cook is on AshleyMedicine.com. Find him. Dalvin <laughs> Dalvin Cook. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, last uh, New Orleans Saints choose Dennis Allen, uh, their defensive coordinator. Yeah, that's a good yeah. pick. And I figured that he was being groomed for the position. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, Sean Payton is, yeah, he's like, I'm done. So, <laughs> there's, yeah. Well, I don't, who knows what he's doing with the rest of his life, but other than collecting royalties from that Netflix movie. Yeah, probably, uh, I mean. Coaching high school. You know, he was crippling people and giving them money, so maybe he has a future as a bookie if he gets more. Yeah. Um, He's just going to become a mafioso. Yeah. <laughs> One time stake. God, what's this fucking article an hour ago? Uh, Odell Beckham wants to win the Super Bowl because Drake bet a million dollars on him. Oh, wait. No. Yeah, one point one and a quarter million in Bitcoin. So Drake bet yeah. $1.25 million in Bitcoin and... 1.26. And that's why Odell wants to win the Super Bowl. It's not because he wants no. to win the Super Bowl. It's because Drake bet on him. Oh, no. Wait, no. It was a stupid headline. (laughs) It says, OBJ hopes to come through for Rams and Drake. (laughs) Anyway. uh, It's like... Who's this writer, Brady Henderson of ESPN? Another white boy, Severn. Maybe you should go be an NFL coach, dude. Um, Jeez. The the yeah, all suck. They all suck. They none of them know how to write. They are intentionally break. They're intentionally being facetious. Like their journalistic integrity at all. Period in anything. Like it's just it's it's Like Mm -hmm. there's like we gotta read clickbait. No. Give me the news. I want the news. Like, don't be like, yes, World War Three is happening. Vladimir Putin has right. his dick in somebody's ear. <laughs> and then all you look at the article is like, Vladimir Putin had sex with his wife. And there's, uh, and like, the. Ukraine is angry because there's people on the Russian border. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. It's things that happen. They're overinflating the story because Vladimir Putin was putting it in and he was like, 
KGB asks the question. <laughs> oh. Olympics update. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, United States. Yeah, go ahead. The crap out of China and hockey, and it was glorious. Oh, really? oh, nothing. Eight nothing. They pasted them. He is in the beak. It's like I was watching it, and the commentators were sitting there trying to see. Yeah, China was actually hanging with them for a little while. But the game got away from them. It was a one from one. It was basically the first period. They went up to nothing going into intermission. It was the first period was them like, ah, feeling everything out. The second period, they sat there and scored. They scored another two. And then the fourth, third period, they sat there and just poured it on. Yeah. All right. Good. Like, like they like it was. They treated it like a, they treated it like a practice. Like yeah, they're just creating chemistry, and it was great to watch. Like I have a, I have a feeling that the Americans might actually have a shot with us only sending uh, most like it's mostly uh college hockey players. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. U.S. is playing Canada right now, actually. Ah, yeah, with us sending most like, we might have a shot at winning gold. Like, we are very good. Yeah, like, and the, the, the women's team looks pretty damn good, too. Oh, the women's team is good. I think the women's team hasn't wrapped up. Like, yeah. the women's team is just crushing everybody. But the men's yeah. team... Like, uh, we are very, very solid. Like, I was surprised. I thought that Russia was going to be, like, the absolute bee's knees and absolutely crush people. And then I see what the, our team was doing. I was like, because ah, no. Russia was the only team sending professionals, really. And that, so, now now that, uh, that Russian figure skater who landed the quad axle uh, failed a drug test. Yes. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so they won medal and they failed a drug test. So now it's gonna go to somebody yeah. else. It's still, it's like, it is still one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. That routine was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Regardless of what she's putting into her body, but. Yeah, but still hitting Axel is like yeah. I don't has has That's a woman ever. No, I don't. No. No, so it's the first time it ever happened, and then gets busted for steroids. Uh, that sucks. Or whatever band sucks. But it still, that sucks. But, like, and the. You know what? I would not be surprised based on what I've heard from, like, how the conditions are. If this is a job by chance, to be like, no, you didn't. You didn't break any record because because you're not Chinese like uh, have you seen the crap that's going on like with uh, the people who end up testing positive for COVID and getting quarantined they end up in these like little bunkers like and they're like tri like packed like rabbits and they're fed 
they're fed like three three tidy meals of the same thing it's yeah. basically it's mush <laughs> every day <laughs> and there's left there and they don't get to see anybody <laughs> you don't like mush <laughs> it's like these are supposed to be the athletes but they yeah. are basically in an internment camp <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, fire fest. Um, fire fest, the Olympics. <laughs> well, oh, 12 p.m. local time set. All right. So. That's Olympic talk. Yeah. You want to go on to Super Bowl picks? Yeah. Um, oh, here it is. Damn, it says they're playing right now. Whatever. Um, yeah, so the Rams are three and a half point favorites. Yes. Um, Chris Berman says they win 27 24. That would not, not that would not surprise me. I I think the Rams win, and yeah, as far as covering, uh, I don't because we've seen the amount of the amount of garbage and collusion between the NFL, the refs, and this year. That has yeah. been exposed. I would not be surprised if they try to make sure that the spread doesn't that they don't cover the spread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, either way, we get a nice little feel-good story. What a great game! I mean, what a great matchup. Uh. It's just you, you feel like you, the Rams are the favorite, and you understand why, but you feel like the Bengals can still win. Like, um, this is compelling. I hope it's as good as it looks to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm glad that I don't have to see Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. The teams match up pretty well, but the, the Bengals' defense is not nearly as strong as, uh, like, the offense has carried that team the entire year. The Bengals yeah. defense is there. It's like they got a good front four, but then yeah. after that, it's very, uh, it's very hit and miss. They've got and two then, really good safeties. Yeah, they. Yeah, I was gonna say they got they. They're. I gotta say they're good at safety, but other than that, uh, it's a matter of. Like the middle of the the middle of the field, like well, you know, at the linebacker part, their linebacker yeah. court is pretty weak, but yeah. uh, they're able to minimize, you know, they're able to minimize the deep ball, the games in reach, and make basically make you have to earn it 
to mm-hmm. down, going down the field. Thing is, the Rams are studs on both sides of the ball. Yeah, like they got, and they got every piece that you need. They got the good running game. They got a good line. They got a good. They got all those receivers. They got a good quarterback. Then on the defense, they got a good line. They got good linebackers. They got the good, good secondary. Like the Rams are stacked. Uh, everything points towards the Rams winning, which is why it's a tough game to pick because the Bengals have all this momentum. Joe Burrow is so good. Jamar Chase is so good. It, the rest I, of the receivers are no slouches either. And we exactly. Saw the Chiefs started, you know, shutting down Chase. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's, I can't bet against it. I can't go against the Rams, though. Like, it's yeah. just too hard to... It's too hard to say that the Like, they're I just... Bengals are too many a sexy pick if you have money to throw around. But... Yeah, I, I think the Rams win. The Rams, I I don't think the Rams cover, but unless uh, like unless the game is dumpster fire, yeah, like where it's a blowout and the t- and the team just loses it heart immediately, you know, like that, uh, like that, you know, the uh, one Colt Super Bowl, yeah. And that, with that said, also the Bengals' offensive line is suspect. Yeah, they they did just enough against the Chiefs, but we've been over the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, so I, Aaron Donald and Von Miller are going to cause problems, um, and hopefully. For the Bengals, they can match that with the chaos they call on defense. Because it seems to just be confusing. You know, it's not a bunch of superstars, but they've been getting the job done. Exactly. It's going to be great. Halftime show is going to be great. Um, This is just looking like a a good-looking Super Bowl. Good job, NFL. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So we all should be happy. Um, yeah. Um, also, another thing in sports news. Yeah. Captain Insano has entered the Wheeling West Virginia Tough Man Contest 18th. It is available on pay-per-view. Just type in Tough Man West Virginia and Google, you can find it. It's twenty bucks. You can watch me. What date uh, was it again? February eighteenth. And oh. I'm pretty sure you pay. I, I'm pretty sure when you pay, you get both nights for twenty bucks. So we'll see how far I get. The pull. I I plan on knocking at least three people out. So. It is going to. I'm in the heavyweight division, and because I have let myself go. However, I looked at the I looked at the weight class and looked at the size of some of the people, 
I am not the only short man, so it may be a. Uh, I may have a prayer. So one thousand dollars. One thousand dollars to the winner. So, oh, so it's so we're going to or it's the. Uh, we're 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 going for it, but yeah, it's uh yeah tough. <laughs> if I win, you will never hear the end of it, America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best thousand dollars you've ever made. It'll be the greatest thousand dollar victory in the history of time, and then I will just start joining the tough man circuits everywhere, because there's another tough man in Morgantown, which oh, is like right. an hour away. <laughs> nice. A couple weeks after that, if I win this one, I'm joining that one, and I'm just going to join the tough man circuit and just pound fools and nice. make money. So, everybody has been put on notice. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> this is about hockey. After the, well, I guess, I mean we'll be reviewing the Super Bowl, but uh, yes, hockey is becoming. Is we will be uh, the next after the the next episode is hockey. Super Bowl review, but we are switching to hockey for Sexy Action Sportscast because hockey is God's favorite sport. Yes, it's it's the best. So, uh, the average look really, really good. Um, so I can't wait to see them have an early exit <laughs> in the postseason. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Avalanche and the Lightning... I think are going to burn themselves out before the before uh, yep. before the postseason. I think they're they're yeah. I think I think they're burning themselves out because they're just absolutely smoking through everybody, and they're like you can see which teams are putting way too much effort, and those two are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I really like what I'm seeing from my Penguins. Where mm -hmm. they seem to just be kind of just ah uh, they they take like two nights off a week intentionally and sometimes still win those games. <laughs> so it's uh, a third thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and that's like oh my goodness, <laughs> they're just like ah oh, whatever. <laughs> We're gonna well, well if we win this one, who cares? <laughs> Just throw the puck at the net. Oh, wow. Cool. Amazing. Life's good when you play Montreal like six times a year. Yeah, Montreal. Every time they play Montreal, they just don't even... And it's, a, it's hilarious. <laughs> Have they been beating them too? I mean, I don't look. Uh, I think 
I think Montreal beat them once or twice, but like the Penguins, like you could tell that like they would put in players that are scratch scratched mm. <laughs> when they're playing in the when they're playing the Canadians. <laughs> like they put in their healthy scratches and <laughs> just to give them ice time. <laughs> like, so. Uh, it's like when the Preds play the Coyotes, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" About half of them. Yeah, it's like it's like the Phoenix Coyotes. It's Phil Kessel, and I don't know who else. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because they don't even have Hall anymore. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just Phil. Alone and by himself <laughs> playing hockey. <laughs> it's a one on five game. Even <laughs> hockey. <laughs> he, uh, he's uh, he, he's got it going on. But yeah, what a great guy. Yeah. All right, you got anything else? Nothing. What do you got? Uh, I think that's all I got for this week. All right. Well, uh, is General Backus, uh, and you guys have a a trendy bar mitzvah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs>